How many times does someone call you crazy? I mean, what is what is? <laughs> what? Exactly, what's crazy? What you know? You guys make me question every fucking word out there. Why? Because you guys are like, I don't know. I just never really thought of it. <laughs> like, what is being crazy? This is not crazy. Join us every Thursday to get real. Talk Ciao. <laughs> Alrighty, hey everyone. Hi guys, what's up? Welcome back. So guess what guys? Me and Miranda are together. I'm literally like touching her right now. We are physically touching. Um, so Alondra texted me a few days ago and said that she was coming to Rochester. And I said, Oh awesome, like we can do the podcast like in person. And she's like, Yeah, get stuff for martinis. I said, Okay, uh Tito's or Grey Goose. And she said either. So here we are. And she chose Grey Goose, if you were wondering. Let us know which one you prefer. We're still not sure. Yes, but we still have, we have both. So as you guys know, we started Ellipsy. And Ellipsy te- basically is, if you don't know what it is, it's an app, totally anonymous. You guys write in questions, feedback, topics you want to hear about. And we got so many, we're friggin' pumped. So for tonight's episode, we've got a special one for you. We are going to read kind of like a question and some feedback from yeah a question and some thoughts from someone who listens to our podcast shout out to you whoever you are thank you and we decided to make a whole episode on your question just on your question all right so so that's this episode is going to have to do with relationships so this writer's question was i think there are two types of relationships one where they're both ready and want to and want growth and happiness and a future they work together and learn about each other and grow with each other the other where one or both aren't ready or mature enough you may do it for fun excitement attention okay which in return ends up just hurting one of them or each other do you agree yes and no one of them oh no no one can predict the future but i think you shouldn't enter a relationship or commitment unless you want can see yourself with this person and have an actual future. And I mean future as in years together. Again, do you agree? Okay, yes and no. So Miranda and I have kind of, we've, we've dissected the, the question. Of this question. <laughs> because, like Miranda said, we both agree and disagree with what this r- person is asking. Um, so guess what, guys? Today, we are getting into relationships, the very scary thing that we are all a part of in some way. Yes. And we want to say to you guys before we're going to preface this with this is that just because you're not dating someone, boyfriend, girlfriend, or not married to someone, your ass is probably in a relationship, a situationship, a fuck buddy, and a friends with benefits, a best friend you're in love with. You are in a relationship. Yes. So that yeah, so there's definitely more than two types of relationships out there. I think it's uncapped the actual amount. 
Yeah, so what we say to this is there aren't two types of relationships. There are so many kinds of relationships. When you listen to this podcast today, reflect what kind of relationship do you want to be a part of? I think this, I don't think you're wrong though. So I think that the two types of relationships that you were talking about are are just the ones that are more more heard about and people talk about more. And then like Alondra was saying, the talking, the fuck buddy, fucking your ex, fucking your friend that you're in love with, but he doesn't know, she doesn't know. Those are kind of the ones that don't really get talked about as much. There are so many different instances where, okay, let's talk about it. Um, People aren't dating, but they're talking. How many of you can say, I talked to so-and-so for three years, for two years? For three years. (laughs) Like, how many of you can say that you've talked to more people than you've dated? Because I sure can. I've had two boyfriends, guys, ever, ever, ever. Yes, me too. Two boyfriends, that's it. I probably talked to, like, 15 guys. Yep. 15 situationships. And I think the situationships hit harder sometimes. It hurts the same. It hurts the same. It hurts the same, for sure. So listening to this, I want you guys to reflect, really. What kind of relationship do you want to be a part of? I already asked you that before, but that's kind of the underlying tone of this episode. And also, to this writer's question asking about the two types of relationships, asking whether or not we're ready, today we're really going to get into, which we already touched upon, the different types of relationships. We're going to talk about being ready, and we're going to talk about the scary C word, which is... Commitment. So... Boo. What is, like, what is being ready? Like, how do you know if you're ready? Like... Yeah. All right, so being ready. How the fuck do you know if you're ready to be in a relationship? Andre, how do you know? How did you know you were ready to be in a relationship that turned into a, you meet a boy uh, freshman year of college, you think he's hot, you text your friend, AKA me, five years later, here we are. How did you know you were ready? Or did you not even think about it? Did you just jump and go for it? All right, here's the burning (laughs) answer. Here's the burning answer. I didn't fucking know. I had no idea. I went in balls to the walls. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't ready, but I was ready, okay? Let me tell you what that means. I met a guy, clicked. I wasn't ready. I told all my friends I was going to go to college and be a, a fuck girl, for lack of better words. Yep. I wasn't ready. I didn't want to be in a relationship. College is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be all this excitement. How the hell did I end up in a relationship? I walked right in, right in. And I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, no, of course. So when the when the writer asked, like, if people should go into relationships if they're not ready, I think it's like, how do you actually really know? And I think that's why a lot of relationships start, and then people realize that they're not ready, or they think that they're, yeah, no, they realize that they're not, quote-unquote, ready. And I think a lot of that comes down to commitment. And I feel like everyone thinks that commitment is, like, the loyalty i think they get them confused yeah so what what i guess our short our our short answer to that is you never know if you're going to be ready going into a relationship and when you go into one what's expected out of you all the time it's commitment and that's not necessarily always the goal i know you hear what we're talking about relationships and you're talking about people don't have to be ready and people don't have to be committed no we're saying that most of the time realistically as a human, you're probably not going to be ready or know when you're ready to be in a relationship. And also, commitment. 
you might find out going into that relationship, God, this is not the person for me. No. And I think, I don't think you know that until you try and until, like, I know a lot of people just date a lot of people and that's great. And I think that those people are brave because I think a lot of people, like including myself, (laughs) who don't date a lot, it's because they're scared of commitment and like I said, commitment can mean a lot of different things. I think we should go into that. Yeah. Like, committing yourself into a relationship, like, there, so much goes into a relationship, so much time, so much effort, so much of yourself. And I think that that's what really freaks people out. And so that's when it gets confused with the being in a relationship for the fun and the excitement. Mm-hmm. Yep. I actually, um, I'm in a five-year relationship, and you guys know that by now, if you've been listening, if not. Five years of singleness. So Miranda's been five years single. I've been five years in a relationship. And let me tell you a secret. Miranda and I, we had a friendship before the relationship that I was in, that I'm still in. And we had a lot of the same views. We felt very similar about certain things. And I bet you're expecting me to say that changed. It didn't. Guess what? The secret is that you do not have to change to be in a committed relationship. Now, a lot of us are afraid of commitment because we're afraid that commitment means changing. It means changing who we are, changing our values, changing our time schedules. Yeah, there, there's some change that comes with relationships, a little bit. But within you, I don't want you to change, listener. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the times people get so afraid of commitment because what does commitment really mean? It means changing who you are sometimes. Yes, there's loyalty, there's fidelity, there's all that good stuff, but we're really talking about the fear of commitment, not actually like what commitment is like, what real commitment is like. It's just kind of being loyal and honest with your partner, right? But the commitment a lot of millennials and a lot of younger people are afraid of is change. We're so individualized that we're so afraid to change. Yeah. And I think that for me, especially for being single for so long, I've kind of made my own like routine, like my whatever, you know, I'm doing for work and my hour I take to work out or do whatever. It's like I'm so kind of like independent and I have all these things that I do on a daily basis and I don't have to like really pencil anyone into my life Mm -hmm. and I feel like obviously when you're in a relationship you need to find time for that other person and you and you know which take obviously takes up a lot of your time (laughs) yeah and so I think that's like what scares me the most and I think that a lot of people can relate to that yeah so to the person who wrote in a question talking about the two types of relationships talking about what if what it means to be ready about you know one relationship where people are ready and one where people aren't ready at all I think the question that really is underlying in this is is there commitment like am I ready to be committed to someone am I ready to change are you ready to change if you feel ready to change and be in a relationship I am going to say to you maybe you're not ready to be in a relationship because you should not give up who you are to be in a relationship. Say that out loud. I do not have to change who I am to be in a relationship. If you're not ready to change who you are on the inside, but you're ready to be with someone on whatever terms you two decide, that's fine. That's a healthy level of change. But when it comes to changing who you are, what you like to do, your hobbies, and if you don't want to give those up, those things up, you don't have to. So there are relationships where people fear change 
and they fear changing themselves. And it's a lot of the times it's because the partner they're with is expecting them to change who they are. Ladies, listening. That man you think you can change. Men, listening. That girl you think you can change. Don't. Don't do that. And this, this is probably opening another door. Um, but I told Alondra this earlier. Like, I would almost rather not date than to get in the kind of situations where someone is dating you 50% or giving you 50% of themselves. And I feel like, you know, I might get some hate for this, but our generation is kind of crazy when it comes to relationships. Funny I use the word crazy, but <laughs> it's kind of like I I feel like that's all all people really fucking care about. I mean, when I'm in like a setting with a lot of girls or I talk to people that I haven't talked to in a long time, it's always like, oh, how's your love life? How's your man? How's this? How that? How am I? Like, why don't people ask how I'm doing? Like, yeah, yeah. How are you doing? Exactly. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Why does it always have to depend on, like, your person? And I think that so many people kind of just throw themselves into relationships, like Alondra was saying, and expect that they have to change everything. Yeah. Like, why? Why do you feel like you have to change? If you feel like you have to change, okay, there's levels to this. Yes, I get it. There are some men and women and gender non-conforming people out there who are literally like oh well I like to fuck a lot of girls fuck a lot of guys etc and this one girl I'm in love with expects me to just be loyal to her that's loyalty and that's just being if you're not ready to be loyal that is a whole other story you need to uh uh, talk about you need to tell them your terms. You need to have those conversations. You need to say, guess what? I'm not ready to just be tied down to you. You never know. That person might say, hey, I like you too, but I'm not ready to be tied down to just you. Let's just hang out. And I feel like with our generation too, maybe maybe more. I mean, you talk to more ages, obviously, with what you do. Mm-hmm. When someone says to you, I'm not ready for a relationship, the fucking volcano fucking explodes. Why? The girl is like, oh my god, what did I do? He doesn't like me. The guy's like, oh, she wants to fuck a bunch of guys. The girl's like, oh, he, he wants to fuck a bunch of girls. Like, what's wrong? Why am I not good enough? And it's like, that sentence means so can mean so many different things. I would rather someone be like, hey, Miranda, I really like you, but I'm not ready to date you yet because I don't even know what fucking day it is. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I don't know what I'm doing with my career. I don't know this. I don't know this. And if I don't know these things about myself, how can I start any kind of relationship with you or anything that's serious? Yeah. And I think that's a big thing that people fixate on. I know I have too. Like, that's a big thing that people take, like, personally and offensively. Because, like, if you like someone and you think you're ready or you, you're just clear on how you feel about them, um, and just because you, like, care about someone and you have a relationship talking, fucking, fucking your ex, whatever. Situationships. Situationships. <laughs> fucking your best friend who you're in love with, blah, blah, blah. Like, people always think, like, they have to jump to the fucking R word, relationship. Like, oh, if we're not in a relationship, it's not this, it's not that. It's like... Sometimes it's kind of like just... There is a spectrum. There is a spectrum. On one end, it's not ready. On the other end, it's ready. And guess what? I don't think a single person falls on the exact end of either, you know, of the opposites. I think that every single one of us falls somewhere on that spectrum of being ready and being not ready. And what that means is what it means to you. What does not being ready mean to you? So the person who wrote in this question, what does not being ready mean to you? Because for Miranda and I, we think it goes to the inside, like to the inside of us. Are we ready to change? 
I've noticed this a lot with my clients is a lot of the times when we talk about relationships, someone always has to change. Someone always has to become something else. And there are some things that need changing in life. And that could be like, you know, some really tough stuff that you guys can, I'm sure, think of that might need changing who we are. But just getting to the gut of this and talking about in a general sense, I think if you're thinking about not getting in a relationship or not talking to someone because you are afraid that you're going to lose things you really value, such as your time, such as money even, yeah, money is a thing in relationships, such as hanging out with your boys, hanging out with your girls, such as doing your little painting hobby that you do every Saturday, whatever it is, if you think you're, if you're afraid to lose that, that's the problem. Shouldn't lose that. Shouldn't lose those parts of yourself. No, absolutely. And I think that's a big word that me and you agree on the most when it comes to all aspects of life is fucking boundaries. Yes. Boundaries. Sorry, not enough people have them. They're very. There, there's no boundaries in 2020 dating. There's not. No. Nope. If there is, it's very slim to nothing. And that's another reason why I don't date mm-hmm. is because so the, I, I want you no to explain. boundaries. Yeah, I want you to explain what what does it mean having no no boundaries? What are boundaries? So, for instance, okay, if I you live in Philadelphia, I live in Rochester. It's a seven hour drive. If I want to go visit you for the weekend, I should be able to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't have to ask my significant other. Can I go visit my best friend that I have a podcast with and I've been friends with for ten years? Mm-hmm. I feel like. This day, these days, I know I have a lot of friends who are in relationships. It's like, you have to ask. Like, they, they become your parent all of a sudden. Oh, can I go see this? Can I go do this? It's like, what? Like, no. Like, you should be able to do anything you want to do with your friends. It shouldn't be an issue. If you're asking your partner, can I? Oh, my what God. What the fuck? Just go home at that point. What the fuck? Listen, unless you're asking them, can I cook chicken parm instead of mashed potatoes and salmon? I don't want you putting yeah. that question is can i and that might be us being biased and very that's us like, that's that's a big thing that but you're listening to us for a reason yeah, because no, we're a, trying to tell you guys how it is you know that's a big that's a big thing for uh, for me and alondra is like the like i have been friends with launch for obviously over 10 years and i never was like oh i'm gonna go to a niagara this weekend and see alondra and she's dating Dalton, and we're gonna have to sit in the corner at the bar and talk to him and his friends all night and we're gonna have no fun like or she's gonna come to rochester and we're gonna not going to be able to have fun or whatever because she's in a relationship. It's never been like that. And that's why I've always loved Alondra and Dalton's relationship. And I respect him as a man because he's let her be yeah. free. And not even let. He's just been he's, a freaking normal human and I've been free while dating we him. We got drunk, drunk three <laughs> or four years ago. And I fell off the pool table. We were drunk. He had to do a little bit of babysitting. <laughs> He had to bring us to some place. Wait, to that get... was the John Mayer concert. No, this is a different time. Oh Jesus! No, this is the time we were in Phil- we were in Niagara, and I fell off the pool table and I was in child's pose. Oh my! And God, then yeah. and then we went to that Frank's house, that Frank's place to eat. Oh! And I got like three Frankies. Like, I got like a time. sausage and bacon on my thing. <laughs> so he took us there. He brought us back to Alondra's dorm room. I think he slept at his own house at this point. I think he was like, these girls are going to bed going to bed and it's like stuff like that it's like i don't feel like she's trapped in her relationship and i'm gonna say the word trapped because that's what it that's what it feels like sometimes like do you ever feel out do you ever hang out with someone and you're like what what the fuck like Like, what the fuck is why why are you in a jail cell why are you all on your phone why are you not being social 
Yeah, like, but why I'm, I'm about to get real. I'm about to get real. So <laughs> I know Miranda's talking about how she respects my relationship and how I've been, you know, free. But I will tell you, I have been dating this man for five years, and there was a point where he didn't feel so free. And why was that? Mm-hmm. Because I was trying to change certain things about him you know you know everyone thinks that Alondra's in a relationship it seems perfect on Instagram and yada 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 that's not what this podcast is for I was in a relationship that had a lot of hoops and just fucking rock climbing in the beginning like absolute rock climbing it was hell he knows it we both know it we accept it we love each other more for it but we actually went through a time where he was with his friends and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why aren't you with me? Why aren't you doing that? It took us to fall the fuck apart to fall into place. I will tell you guys, I was that toxic girl. The ones his friends were like, damn, Alana's crazy. But guess what? I'm not crazy. I was going through some shit. And right now, I'm in a better place, and I think that is so fitting for this fucking podcast. All right, cheers. We needed a champagne break. Yes, the brew. Cheers. That was like a clunky, it was a clunky plastic cheers. It wasn't as pleasing as we'd like it to be, but whatever. Okay, so. All right, so it's fitting for this podcast. I was crazy, aka not crazy. Let's let's talk about. It. I was not crazy for a little bit. I was a little toxic, and I was a poisoned women woman. And I'm sure a lot of you listening can say, "Damn, I was I was there before too. I was the one in the relationship that was being a little crazy. I got a little jealous. I got a little weird. Yes. I'm still a little weird. Not as jealous. <laughs> <A> little jealous. <laughs> All right. So Miranda's been single while I've been dating. I've had, some, I've had some long situationships. Talking, friends with benefits, you know, the, the whole nine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Miranda, I have a question for you. Did you ever feel ready? Fuck no. Okay, so the two relationships I was in, one, uh, our Alondra's favorite guy, you know, from the first or the second <laughs> podcast. Um, Good God. Uh, when I started dating him or talking to him, it was very... I notice everything with me is quick. It's it's something that I am trying to get better at. I feel like I don't know if it's just my personality, like me being go, so go with the flow, and then also like being very like bold and blunt. But that was very that went very quick, and I don't even think he asked me to be his girlfriend. I think he was just like she's my girlfriend. So I would say neither of you were ready, no. and you just kind of went with just kind of just kind of collided to each other. A few years went on, the toxicity grew. Um, and then, yeah. You laugh it off. Toxic grew, ha ha ha. Uh, Alondra took him from me at the end, so. Because <laughs> you like him so much. Dude, I was just so caught off guard. I was like, um, I don't think so. <laughs> um, and then the second relationship I was in, yeah, no, the same thing kind of quick. Like, we met, started hanging out every day, which now, at, I was 18, 19 at the time. As a 23-year-old woman, no, we are not hanging out every day. Sorry, we're not. Not in the beginning. No. no. I think, <laughs> no, you know. jumped in. I, you, I jumped in the deep end, head first. He did too. It's like a month in. 
we're like dating, not dating, don't know, and all, now we're out at the bar getting drunk and all these things are coming out and I'm like, whoa. I don't think we were ready. I don't think I was ready. I don't know if I'm ever going to be ready, but I'm already in it now. So what do I do? There, yeah, there is And you some stay things. and you, and you kind of try and figure it out. And I think a lot of people do that. And with me, it was just kind of like, I liked, I, I met a guy I liked and I didn't want to let him go because I wasn't ready. How many of you have done that? Yeah. You find someone that's hot, sexy, whatever, turns you on in some way, sexually, mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever. <laughs> what and, is it? Fluffs your feathers, tickles your feathers. And you yeah. just kind of like go for it. Um, not really, yeah, not really knowing what the hell's going to happen. Unless and, you are super organized. Like if which you're, I wasn't. Yeah, time. unless you're super neurotic and you're like, okay, we're going to talk for three weeks, exactly, and then we are going to go on 65 I had, dates. I don't think you'll ever know when you're ready. I had a guy, I had a guy say to me once, a guy friend, because I'm like the go-to girl for my guys, love you all. Um, and he said, Miranda, he was like, I like this girl. She likes me. I said, okay, that's a good start. And he said, what, like, what's this talking shit? He's like, what if we just date? And if it doesn't work out, we break up. He goes, like, what's the talking? Like, why do we have to waste so much time talking? When do I ask her out? When do I, whatever. And I was kind of stumped. I'm like, I mean, that's true. Like, why do we kind of emphasis so much on the talking stage or be like, oh, I have to wait, wait five hangouts to, to bang someone. <laughs> And why we had to talk for three months. Like, when is he going to meet my parents? When am I going to meet her parents? Like, everything's like fucking yeah. timeline. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, now my head's spinning. And I mean, that, I guess, I guess it's, that's like a preference thing. I mean, I know some people who go on a few dates and they're like, yeah, we're dating. That's my boyfriend. That's my girlfriend. Or it's like, for me, you, I talk to guys for like a year and then shit just fucking goes south and then I'm not talking to them anymore. But, Alejandro, how do you feel about that? Like, how, what do you, like, you, how long did you and Dalton talk for before you guys were officially dating we talked how important is it like what are some things that people should try and establish in the talking stage holy shit we talked for like four months that's that's kind of a while especially considering that we hung out every single day pretty much and it wasn't it was like trial and error like I felt like we had more conflict when we were talking than we did dating right and I guess some things to establish in the talking stage let's talk about that how can you feel ready when our society today puts an emphasis on talking how can you get from talking to dating and feel like you're ready to date how can you do that well your answer is going to be different than mine you've you've heard me and Miranda say this (laughs) time and time again it's all on you babe but listen you there are some things you have to establish and we're going to go back to what we said before boundaries what do you want what do you like how do you like it that's not selfish yeah you might be thinking oh i don't want to give all these people in the talking stage all these demands it's not demands. say hey you know what i really like like i'd like if we hung out maybe once or twice a week and i had a day to myself like that that just feels fitting for me did that sound mean did that sound like right. you were putting strict boundaries on someone? No, but I just set a boundary. So how do you feel ready? What are the things to establish? Establish feelings. Like just go with it. Just feel it out. Don't put numbers. Don't put timelines on everything. Even though the labels, the labels get tricky. People are oh like, oh, God, I, fuck the labels. Uh, I need fuck to be boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, oh, yada, yada, yada. I think honestly, I, I had a 
with boyfriend number two, we'll call him. We had like a little rough patch and we weren't dating. And then we were like talking again. And I was like, I don't know if I said it to, a, to you or another friend. I was like, I don't want to date him again because he's acting like better now. <laughs> and, the, and the talking, like, he's acting like, fine now. We're not going to date. We're going to keep how we are. Just stay talking. Leave it there. Leave because it. Because it was just better. And I think that, like, yeah, no, the labels thing. I've never been big on the labels thing. I think that's why I've only ever had, like, two boyfriends. Yeah. Because I'm not really big on that either. I think more of it, though, is just kind of like a uh, being on the same page. You what know, matters more? Ask yourself. What being matters on the same more? page and having that, you know, having those conversations we don't want to have. Yeah. But you need to. So. So what matters more? Does a label and building a specific timeline matter to you? And if it does, that's you. That's fine. Cool. Or is what matter, what matters most to you? How you feel? How someone else makes you feel? How you make them feel? And just what it's like in the time being live in the present stop planning your future so much especially in relationships they are the most unpredictable yeah. things our, our writer said um grow grow and something with future with like with years and i said to alondra i go like what if you you know you come to rochester this week and you're like miranda i don't want to be with Dawn anymore and i'd be like oh wow that's five years of your life like it might have taken you five years to realize that he wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I think that's scary. And that's, that's scary for me because I'm, you know, I'm single or whatever. It's scary for me to be like at 23, I'm almost 24 years old. I could be with someone for five years and realize, oh, that's not the person for me. But that's life. That's life. I can, I can be honest with you guys. Like d- dating someone for five years, it's not like, okay, we're good. I'm content this is my forever 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 emphasis on the forever it's not that i have very honest and open conversations with him all the time where i'm like oh what what if we broke up what would that be like like and it's not like i'm like oh i'm thinking we're gonna break up i have all the intentions to stay with him be with him he's great but you never know what can happen like people grow apart my my parents are divorced or separated whatever I've seen it in front of my own eyes like you know people grow apart and fall apart and as much as I'd love to say to Dalton I'm yours forever which I mean I we do we hope for forever there's always no matter how long your relationship is no matter who you are who's listening there's always that factor of what if one day you wake up and you realize I was gonna say we talked about that the other day you when you realize what Maybe this person isn't the one. Oh, yeah. And that's happened to me before. Um, and it's definitely a scary thing. It's scary when you're on the other end of it, too. You're not the one that had the feeling change the other person did. But, you know, I think that that's some, uh, definitely something you also take personal. And it's very hard to, to realize. But, you know, as you grow and you change and people change, feelings change. And there's really no way you could probably answer this better. There's really no way to prevent that. You can't. You can't jump into something and be like, oh, you know, it's been three years. We're going to stay together. We're going to be together. Why would we, you know, I mean. That's the whole. I know for me, you know, if I, so say I was still dating the guy that you like so much, my <laughs> ex. Fuck, from when we first started talking to now, I'm a totally different person. He's a totally different person. We don't even know what, what kind of person he is now because we're going to, you know, he's not yeah. in our circle. But, I mean. We were, we were, I was with him for years and years and years, and 
I, we wouldn't, I don't think we would have ended up together. Because you no. change. Like, and especially when you're 14 years old, 14 to 18, 18 to 21, 21 to 25. I mean, these are, like, big gaps. And, like, you know, you cha- things change. And, like, things change. And I want to... I wanna really emphasize that is that when you get into a relationship with someone Miranda asked me before how do you know you're ready are there things you can do to feel ready you know you're ready when you're willing to accept the person as they are knowing that they're capable of change that they can change the goal is to get behind someone to get with someone who you want to see change because they will everyone in life will change I hate that quote some people never change that is not true. We age, we grow wisdom. Maybe we get less wisdom. Who knows? But you know you're ready when you are ready to accept a person as they are. Maybe you don't know if you're. I said pers- that to you earlier. Yeah. I said to Alandra, I said, I've, I've, you know, talked to a lot of guys, whatever. And I told, I told Alandra, there's one, you know, one guy in particular. I liked this, 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 and this about him, but I hated this, 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 and that. And I'm like, Jesus, fuck. And it's like, <laughs> do the goods weigh out the bads? Who am I to say he needs to change these fucking things? Like, I'm just, a, you know, a girl on his path at this point, you know, and it's not, you know, established yet. And I said to her, it's like, you can't like half a person. <laughs> you can't. You, you can't. really can't. And what if you met someone? What if I met fucking Peter tomorrow? And I liked everything about him. Mm-hmm. But there was, like, a few things I was like, oh, God. Peter. But, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. But it's nothing, like, that's going to, like, detriment my health. Or, like, <laughs> it's nothing that's going to, like, bother me that much. It'd be, like, would I even want that? Because I feel like so many people go into things and they're like, okay, I don't like this about that person, so I'm going to try and change it. Or they're going to change for me. And it's like, would you just accept that you like that there's nothing like you know there's no red flags at the moment or there's no things that you dislike about them listeners think right now like who who do you like who do you have a crush on what's going on who's your situationship with what is it what's the deal what's the scoop let us know lips yes anyways who is it think of that person envision it think of everything you love about them and now think of the things you don't like about them because guess what everyone is going to not like some things about you even my partner, no, five years this. in, doesn't. Let's, let's talk about this. How do you tell someone you don't like something about them? I think that's an awkward conversation that you could probably help people mold. Yeah. Like you and me, um, I'm, trying to get a, I'm trying to get a good example of this. Are you thinking you have something you don't like about me? Go ahead. Lay it out there. Go. Oh, I'm trying. We can practice. Know. See, this is awkward, guys. Yeah, We're doing awkward. it right this now. This is awkward. We're in the it's weird. I'm trying to think, but it's like... You, you said it know, last night. No, no, no. You said it last night. You told me I was negative sometimes. Okay, yes. Okay, yes. okay. Go ahead. So, okay. I told Alondra that... Okay, so we were talking about another topic we're going to talk to you guys about. And we were brainstorming and we said this and she said... She goes, I think that you try and take everything to a positive route and you try and find the positive in everything. But sometimes there's not positive in things and I just take it for what it is. And I accept that it's, it's going to be a negative situation. And I said, okay. And she said, that's, that's fine. That's how you are. That's how I am. And we have to just agree or disagree. And I, I started laughing because I don't mean Alondra don't argue. 
So I started laughing, and I said, you know what, though? However you win the race, like, however you get through it. All right. So with your partner, however they win the race with you on their side, you do not have to become them. If you don't like something about them, you don't need to be them. I don't need to be Miranda. We're friends. Even your friends, your relationships with your friends. You don't have to become them, so why does it matter if you don't like certain things that they do? Yeah, maybe sometimes it affects you, but to what extent? Really, really, how much is it going to hurt you? Yes, being in a relationship, you have to deal with that flaw, quote-unquote, all the time. There are things, certainly, that I do not like about my partner, but and he's well aware of it. It's gotten to the point where we laugh it off, and we just, I'm like, oh, here you go again doing that, but I do not try to change it, at least anymore. I, I don't. Um, I thought for a long time I had to. I don't. Yeah, no, and I know this. Um, I actually heard from... And uh, uh, like an ex-boyfriend, okay, one of his friends tell me something that he didn't like about me or something that I did that he didn't like. And it's like, he never told me that. So how was I supposed to do anything with information that I don't know about? And you didn't even have to do anything with that information. And that, that's the thing. If someone tells you that they don't like a flaw about you, a flaw, and I'm going to quote unquote that, that doesn't mean you have to change it. That means the person has to work around working with that, working with you as you are. There are some flaws, yes, and I will say this again, that do need to change. There are some things that, you know, if you're in a marriage that you're, say, that you're saying you're totally committed to and you're s- cheating on them all the time, yeah, you know, yeah, maybe that's worth changing. Maybe that's worth changing or that's not the person for you and just move on. But when it comes to who you are as a person, someone doesn't like that you're always late, someone doesn't like that you're a little bit narcissistic, someone doesn't like this and that, that is also, you. Though, also, though, mm, bringing it back to our last podcast with the insecurities, someone might not like qualities about you because they don't have them and they don't practice them. And that's why they don't. That's why when you're doing it, it, it fucks with them inside because they don't do it. Exactly. And that's, a that's another conversation. Oh, that's a no. That's the conversation we're having in our next podcast, actually. So that gives you something to look forward to. What is it like to, you know, hate your friends sometimes, hate yourself sometimes? Tune in for our next podcast. But for now, if you're not ready to be in the relationship you're going into, that's okay. You don't have to be ready. Go in. Try it. If you find out you're not ready, go with the flow. Alrighty. All right. Love you all. Keep talking on the lipsy. It's me. I read those. All right. You guys are, you know what? You're humans. Keep killing it. Peace out. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Not Crazy. Come back every Thursday. Bye, bitches. We're going to get real. Ta-ta.